1: Travis of the BamaOnline.com staff from the home studio for BOL following Alabama's 31-14 win over the Notre Dame Fighting Irish in the 2021 Rose Bowl, of course, a college football playoff semifinal involving the Irish and the Crimson Tide out in Arlington, Texas. Alabama will now move on to the college football playoff national championship game one week from next Monday night. 10 days or so, right? 11 days. Alabama and the winner of Ohio State and Clemson, which are just getting underway as we get this edition of Instant Analysis going, down in New Orleans, Louisiana. The winner of the Buckeyes and the Tigers will take on Alabama, playing for its eighth national championship under Nick Saban. What a run, right? Incredible. Five national championships, Alabama, Alabama, Five and two all-time and national championship games under Nick Saban. Those only two losses to the Clemson Tigers. So we could very well be headed for that rubber match, the latest rubber match between Alabama and Clemson. We'll see. Maybe Ohio State has something to say about that tonight down at Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Uh, The game itself tonight, Alabama doing what it needed to do early in the game, which was exactly what Notre Dame did not want Alabama to do, and that's get off to a quick start offensively. First quarter touchdown passes from Mac Jones to Devontae Smith and Jalil Billingsley. That put the Irish in the sort of hole that it wasn't going to come back from. Give Notre Dame credit, hung in there with a touchdown drive in the second quarter. Alabama, though, goes up 14 at the half, gets the ball coming out. Big play in the third quarter, right? Christian Harris, the interception there, uh, working against Michael Mayer, the outstanding true freshman tight end and man coverage uh, for Notre Dame. They get the takeaway, and it was pretty much cruise mode. Nick Saban not happy with the finish to the game. I know a lot of Alabama fans weren't exceptionally thrilled with that fourth quarter. Alabama didn't kill the clock, didn't take the clock in a manner in which Nick Saban would prefer. Alabama with just 29 yards in the fourth quarter, um, Notre Dame with a couple of long drives. Notre Dame with 160 total yards. Ran 30 plays in the fourth quarter, Notre Dame. You also had four Alabama penalties in the fourth quarter. So Nick Saban with plenty of teaching moments as he looks ahead to another run for a national championship. Uh, your players of the game, your MVPs for the Alabama offense. You had, in a shocker, right, Devontae Smith. Big night coming up for Devontae Smith and Mac Jones. On Tuesday, you're going to have the virtual awarding of the 2020 Heisman Trophy. So uh, Devontae, Mac Jones in that mix, along with Trevor Lawrence, Kyle Trask, had a rough one in the Cotton Bowl right there in that same Jerry World Stadium that Alabama and Notre Dame participated in on New Year's night. But uh, you're going to have that coming up on Tuesday of next week. So a lot to talk about in terms of individual awards still for this Alabama team, but on this night Alabama gets it done. 31 to 14. Had that 35 points or more streak snapped. Alabama did. What was that? 24 in a row Alabama had, including the last 3 games coming in, Alabama had scored 50 plus. So it wasn't that type of night. For Alabama, but uh, for three quarters, a dominant performance, three-plus quarters. Will Reichard with the field goal there early in the fourth to put Alabama up 31-7. to Game wasn't in doubt at that point, but that, is, that especially seemed to put a little bit of the icing, a little more icing on the cake. And again, explosive plays early. You look at the start of the game, and the guys that needed to produce from the outset, Najee Harris, what an incredible individual effort. On the hurdle, the latest Harris hurdle that we saw there. Mac Jones, uh, Jalil Billingsley, Devontae coming up with explosive plays. I thought it was interesting for Alabama offensively early. You saw them go a couple different ways. Uh, They didn't go immediately to Devontae. Knew they had some edges on the outside against that Notre Dame secondary, not only in terms of athleticism, but size. And you saw Alabama... Come out, work the quick game to Miller-Forstall. We haven't seen many smoke screens to tight ends, uh, but we saw a couple of those to Miller-Forstall. And Max spread the ball around. A uh, Run game early was effective. Uh, you wondered about that with Chris Owens in there for Landon Dickerson. If there was a concern by game's end, it was, again, that Alabama didn't finish the game uh, especially well with the run. So when you look ahead to the national championship game and you consider – the possibilities there with Clemson seemingly the most sensible, uh, you'd like to know that if you're up a score or you have an opportunity to sort of salt the game, uh, you can do that. It may be, though, that you know, kind of like even when you had Landon Dickerson against Florida, you just had to keep scoring. And when I consider the matchups for that national championship game, I think if Clemson's on the other side, that's going to have to be more of the approach. You're just going to have to keep the foot to the pedal and just keep trying to score as much as you possibly can. So again, Alabama 17 point winners. I know it was a little painful to some po- folks there at the end that Notre Dame touchdown, Nick Saban drawing the 15 yarder for unsportsmanlike conduct. He was asked about that in the post game and he said in all his years of coaching, he's done that on a regular basis and never been flagged said he was actually you know getting on to one of the linebackers about Uh, An assignment issue And it really wasn't Addressing the officials at all But he was a couple of steps out onto the field And a guy who looked like Maybe one of my substitute teachers In middle school That ref looked like the guy That would throw that flag on you Didn't he? I think we all had that guy Substitute teacher for like civics In eighth grade He flagged Nick Hit Nick with the 15 yarder Um, So that was a part of that wobbly finish For Alabama uh, but Alabama did exactly what it, what it needed to do, get out to the early lead, um, play well enough defensively, time of possession you knew was going to be critical for Notre Dame. Notre Dame one time of possession, sort of figured that would be the case, but um, Notre Dame just not enough explosiveness. Notre Dame in the first three quarters had one reception by a wide receiver. You knew it was going to be all about the running backs, all about the tight ends, Notre Dame threw three quarters, 214 yards of total offense. Again, 160 in the fourth quarter. Uh, but while the game was still on the line, you know, Notre Dame not able to produce enough in the way of big plays. What do you got for me? I know you're interested in that. Uh, I know you're interested in that Ohio State Clemson game. But if you want to chat a little bit, we can do that. William asking about Malachi Moore. Yeah, Malachi. He was brought up in the post game, William. And Nick Saban's explanation was that uh, Malachi was not 100% ready to go. Had a little bit of an injury against Florida. It was something that in the preparation for the Rose Bowl, uh, it sounds like limited him in terms of what he was able to do in the lead up to the game. Saban said it was something that was aggravated by exercise, or it is. And so we'll see as you now look ahead. You really need Malachi more, especially if it's Clemson. Because when you look at Clemson, and we won't go down that rabbit hole tonight, but there's some very obvious matchups involved with Clemson where your star defender, and I thought Brian Branch was fine. I think where it hurts Alabama more than anything is, and I thought DeMarco Hellums was okay. But I think Alabama, when you talk about going to its dime package with the star defensive back and the money defensive back, they are better with Malachi Moore and Brian Branch in those roles. And so with Moore out, you bumped Branch up to the star. Helms moved to the money and the very little bit that they went dime. Uh, so I, I think when you consider the possibility of Clemson and Amari Rogers, the Tigers' outstanding slot receiver, and the fact that Clemson, I think, more this year than previous years, is more a between-the-numbers offense – and that has to do with Amari Rodgers, Travis Etienne, you know, also what Lawrence can do with his legs, the tight end involvement in that offense. Now, Clemson's outside receivers against Notre Dame performed at a very nice level. They're complimentary more than anything else, but they are talented dudes. E.J. Williams, they're good players. Uh, but it's not like a couple of years ago when you were talking about T. Higgins and uh, Justin Ross on the outside. So you'd love to have Malachi Moore back for that championship game, especially if it's Clemson because you're looking at Amari Rogers there at that slot position. But that was what we heard from Nick Saban uh, in the postgame. He was also asked about Christian Harris because you saw a good bit of Jalen Moody there in the fourth quarter, and it sounds like you know it's, it's, it's nothing to be concerned about with, with Christian Harris. And I think Jalen Moody's reached a point in terms of trust – from the coaching staff where they feel okay about playing, playing with him. Yeah, Ned, I saw that with Dylan a couple of times. Um, You know, it's still a tough matchup for him. I I don't know physically where exactly he's at. It doesn't appear as if he is where he would totally like to be. Uh, But for a Notre Dame team that is very effective with its tight ends, especially Michael Mayer, Um, asking Dylan to cover that type of tight end right now as a handful or a back. And so, you know, you saw some of the holding PI stuff against Florida with Dylan. Um, I think he's just doing the very best he can right now with where he's at. Uh, It got to the point in the fourth quarter where they couldn't really cover the tight ends well enough with the linebackers. They just started bringing the linebackers in the pass rush. You saw, saw Dylan eventually just, you know, start coming. So, um, you know, it'll be a different matchup against either Ohio State or or Clemson. Uh, But it was, yeah, it was was somewhat noticeable. Patricia says Devontae Smith for the Heisman Trophy. Patricia, I think you're going to be all right on that prediction. I could be wrong. You know, he won the AP National Player of the Year. He's your MVP tonight. The Heisman votes, by the way, have been in now. So they already have those. Uh, Chris, we just talked about Christian Harris a little bit. Sounds like he should be okay, based on Nick Saban's post-game comments. But um, we'll see how they they progress there at the uh, inside linebacker positions. Yeah, I just thought Charlie Scott did another decent job tonight, too. Didn't have to punt a ton, did punt three times. That's a lot for Alabama, but uh, he continues to do a nice job. Special teams, Devontae Smith, uh, 20-yard punt return. We've got to vote for Will Anderson as defensive player of the game. Will is a lot of fun to watch, man. He's not just a pass rusher either. I mean, you watched him in high school and you saw a guy with a motor, and so you see him make a lot of plays that are typical of inside linebackers. Yeah, Frederick, at this point, it's – Najee Harris's show at the running back position. You know, it's championship time. Um, you, you value Brian Robinson, very important. Uh, that's right, Dave. He had two inside the 20, two of his three for Charlie Scott inside the 20. Um, you know, it's, it's Najee Harris. It's Najee Harris, 25-plus touches the rest of the way, and there's only one the rest of the way. I've got Clemson tonight. That was my pick. I went with Clemson. I liked Clemson by more than the six and a half that the Tigers were favored. I'm not telling you to do anything. I wasn't telling you to do anything. Hiring for your small business?
0: If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Um,
1: yeah, you know, the question about is this Alabama's first Rose Bowl win? No, they were out there in 2010, Ricky says he knows Clemson is going to win. Just no doubt about it. Just absolutely no doubt about it. I think both the quarterbacks tonight are going to be obviously huge, but I think they could be huge uh, for reasons that involve legs as much as arms. I think Fields and Lawrence, and I think for Alabama, regardless of which team it is, going to see a lot of quarterback runs next week uh, in that championship game. You know, Ned, we've talked about the third quarter on previous post-game editions of Instant Analysis. Um, yeah, I guess in 2010, that was the BCS Championship game. I just remember Roses from that game. That's what I remember. I mean, it was played after, I guess, the Rose Bowl, maybe. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of what we're looking at. Helms, I thought, yeah, Shane, I thought he played fine. Mario, that's going to continue to be, you know, Nick continues to be asked about Jalen Waddell and, um, and uh, you know, his his situation. It really wasn't the Rose Bowl tonight. Are we going to go down this Rose Bowl thing? Is that what we're going to do tonight? I mean, it was the Rose Bowl, but it was played in Arlington, Texas. But, uh, yeah, technically, yeah, I guess it is the first Rose Bowl win in, in a long time. It's college football playoff semi. Take your pick. Whatever you want to do with it, it's a, it's all good. <laughs> um, okay, forty six Rose Bowl, bam over USC. There we go. Um, no, I, I think that uh, you know when when you consider uh, you know what what you're looking ahead to now. Yeah, Bobby, I, I, I'm thinking right now that more track meet than uh, than what you saw tonight for sure. If it's Clemson. Uh, I think you could be looking at a game like Glendale in 2016, um, what was that, 45-40, something like that. I I wouldn't be surprised at all if a game with Clemson got at least into the mid-30s, you know. Yeah, David, you know, I got to think at this point when you're talking about a replacement for Dickerson, there's more to center play uh, than just meets the eye. And in Owens, you're talking about a fifth-year senior. Um, you, you're more secure. And I'm sure the mental aspect of it getting carried out because there's things that have to happen pre-snap that don't just involve the center position. It involves the other four guys up there. Uh, I don't know if Darian Dahlcourt can or can't totally carry all that out. Maybe he can. Uh, but typically, if it's close in the eyes of a coaching staff, they're going to go with the fifth-year guy over the, uh, over the over the over the second-year guy in, in most instances. Yeah, Xavier. I don't know. I, I think there's times I watch Dylan, and I think he's he's coming along and he's made some strides. And then there's times where I think that he's he must be physically limited in some ways because it seems like. Certain types of plays give him more trouble than others. It seems like when he's able to just play downhill or come on the pass rush, um, he's more capable, whether that's physically, whether that's mentally, whether that's both. Um, and, and I don't think that it's that he's just lost out there. You know, I think he's coming back from a knee injury a year ago. So you know. That's kind of where it's at. And, you know, you get in a situation against a tight end centric team like Notre Dame and you start asking them to cover some guys man to man. It's going to be probably pretty tough. Now, you look at these next these two teams that Alabama is going to face the winner of. Um, and so, you know, the matchup becomes different, but your concern there becomes guys like Travis Etienne in one-on-ones. It's a tough sport, man. More than ever, if you're not winning one-on-ones, it's it's not something you can hide, you know? Yeah, I was exp- impressed with uh Mayor 2 Xavier. i had watched him a pretty good bit getting ready for this game and I mean, he is he's very very physical and and very talented. And so, uh, it's hard not to like Michael Mayer at the tight end position. Dave, I'd be surprised you know, we're kind of getting into getting deep into Dylan talk here, but I'd be surprised if Dylan came back. I think that decision probably been made probably been made for a while now. What else do we have? Yeah, we talked about Malachi more earlier. Uh, Nick Saban said post game tonight he was injured in the Florida game. Um, you know the the lead up to this game uh, wasn't what he was able to he wasn't able to do enough in preparation with that situation. Yeah, I think the defense by the end of the game probably was feeling it a little bit. You know, again as I said earlier, Notre Dame ran thirty plays just in the fourth quarter. It's a lot of plays. Anything we're missing? So far, you think. Um, I thought pass protection was okay. You know, Notre Dame brings some different things at you in the pass rush. Uh, I think they're more comfortable in that area. But, um, you know, I thought the pass protection was pretty good. You had some penalties um, that you were called for. Alabama was called for. Offensively, Alabama had done a nice job really until about the second half tonight of steering clear of the penalties. I think, what, Owens had the hold. Leatherwood had the offside. I don't think I'm – am I missing it, Rita how well Alabama did? I think we talked about how well they did. About, uh, what, 280 total yards in the first half? Looked a lot like Alabama in the first half. Through three quarters, look pretty good, thirty-one to seven game. But um, you never complain about college football playoff semifinal wins too much. I know the narrative has been very heavy on what Notre Dame isn't, um, but uh, you know you take the W's when you can get them in these situations. You just enjoy this run as much as you possibly can. I know there's some leatherheads out there that. Notre Dame invoked a lot of pain upon back in the day. What that '73 Sugar Bowl, back in the day, yeah, still hear about that one. So uh, you take the W's over Notre Dame over anybody in college football playoffs, and you smile, and you come back to Tuscaloosa, and you try to keep away from the COVID, and you uh, and you get ready for either Clemson or Ohio state well i think that's gonna do it let you guys get back to the ball game uh ricky we've talked about mac and going pro and you know it's it's an interesting question he doesn't have to go pro and unless he feels like uh it's something that uh you know he's a slam dunk first rounder and it's been interesting to see a lot of the stories on mac um you know Mac's goal since he was little right what was it, Rinaldi that did the story, I guess, uh, was to be Tim Tebow. And what's Tim Tebow best known as? A college football quarterback. Tim Tebow's brand is Florida Gator quarterback. He was a first-round pick by the Denver Broncos, but his his legacy is that of a Heisman Trophy winner, a national champion, and one of the best college – football quarterbacks of all time and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that and he's he seemingly thoroughly enjoyed playing college football nothing wrong with that either peyton manning loved playing college football eli manning loved playing college football now everybody's individual circumstance is different and there's a number of factors that go into that some of which have nothing to do with football so it's not the same for everybody. Hey, have a great rest of your New Year's night. Be safe out there. Enjoy. Clemson and Ohio State will continue to keep you updated from Arlington, Texas. Charlie Potter on the scene. I'll be revisiting five predictions for Alabama and Notre Dame on the website coming up a little bit later. I think I came up a little bit short on Devontae Smith going over 140 receiving an eighth game this year you know Devontae had a drop there in the fourth quarter that was like that was like a Bigfoot sighting wasn't it Devontae with a drop and then he had the muff of the onside kick just not a memorable fourth quarter any way you look at it for the Alabama Crimson Tide but you know what came in a 31 to 7 game that you're leading so uh better in that situation right Than a tight game All right. have a great rest of your evening Travis Ryder thanking you once again If you didn't see all of this or hear all of this It will upload to the Bama Online Podcast You can check us out there And for everything Alabama football and Basketball related We're getting into SEC action On the hardwood Alabama with a nice win over Ole Miss Here in Tuscaloosa Midweek to jumpstart conference play We're going to have all that for you At B- O-L. Travis Ryer thanking you once again. Keep it locked to BamaOnline.com for all things Crimson Tide.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better